Hello, everybody! Today is Saturday, June 8th, 1999. No, it's 2019. Anyway, today is Saturday. I am recording this a little late. Uh, I had a week of vacation, and then I had some... Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's get back into the swing of lifetime recovery period to go. But I'm back, I'm better than ever, and I am going to talk to you today about Crossing Streams, Death Stranding, a Pokemon Direct, a Stadia Direct, and Antonio Guillen. Anyway, uh, the first thing I want to say is I am hype, 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 hype after watching Antonio Guillen, the Hypecaster's Death Stranding reaction video. Oh yeah, this video had everything. It had a little bit of crying. It had squirrels eating. Uh, what were they eating? I don't remember, but it was like a cheese stick or a carrot or something. It had Antonio Guillen making bets with Joseph Moran about shaving off his eyebrows if certain things happen. This video had everything. This video made me more excited about the game than anything released by the game has made me. I'm still not going to get it. But man, I want that little bridge baby in a bubble on my table staring at me. Maybe on my work desk to uh, encourage conversation like, What kind of a freak are you? Uh, anyway, uh, that's all for that. Uh, <coughs> so I had uh, I had some prepared information on uh, crossing streams since it's uh, something that was on my mind recently and then I kind of heard Sean talk about it. Um, and, and, and then he went off the deep end and started talking about streaming and crossing streaming paths and stuff like that. Um, anyway, so here's the information. It's going to sound like I'm reading it, but I got a lot of notes. So, do you remember when you were younger and you all ended up drunk in the middle of the woods with mostly strangers and a campfire that was blazing strong and one of your buddies decided to challenge everyone to a lightsaber pistol? A lightsaber pistol! Uh, yes, Benji. I, Benji Kong. I, I know you do this sober. And uh, yes, Skinny Matt. Uh, this is common, but not talked about by uh, fathers with their sons or really talented daughters in the shower. Uh, no, this is not the uh, the stream crossing that I'm talking about today. Instead, I'm uh, I want to refer to uh, having everyday life and my online life cross streams and become one weird giant mumble jumbled mess. So, uh, the first time that really all this happened to me is uh, when I had a poker blog. Um, years ago, I had this blog. It started as a poker blog. Uh, had a bunch of poker friends who read it, and we all just kind of communicated back and forth. But it just stayed there. Uh, later, I changed it into an everyday, everyday, everyday life blog. Let me slow that down for you. Everyday life. No cool special effects, just me making noise with my mouth. Um, yeah, so this was uh, grouchy.com. G-R-R-O-U-C-H-I-E dot com. Um, and, and eventually, I had a bunch of non-poker buddies reading it too, which was uh, kind of weird. People from work would read it and start talking about it and be like, Hey, remember that thing you wrote on your blog yesterday uh, about the time you came to work and I wasn't doing anything and being lazy? You need to cut that crap out. Okay, that didn't happen. But it was really strange that, uh, you know, here I am writing random stuff, pouring my heart and soul out on this little blog, and then I come to work and, like, people are like, hey, I dug that article. It just, being face-to-face uh, -face with somebody who 
either was judging me or had some criticism or kind of liked what I did, it's a little awkward at first until you get used to it. But, so, the next, let's talk about the podcast. This brings me to my current life and podcast slash gaming blog. Um, up until recently, all promotion and talk about this has been really, really contained on this uh, online gaming community. The indie gaming community, as we used to call ourselves. Or you used to call yourselves. Am I part of it now just because I do this crap? Anyway, the, the stream started crossing a little bit ago because uh, one of my co-workers, one of my bosses, he follows me on Twitter and uh, he was he was paying attention to the, the the stupid little videos I was doing a while back called The Daily Dump where I'd sit on the toilet and talk about crap. Um, and then when I started doing the videos for uh, Tell You Dave and the Forget Being Cool Network where I was drinking strange things and uh, washing it down with pickle juice and, you know, he would he would do that so you know a little bit awkward because i'm sitting there going you know this is one of my peers this is one of my bosses and uh now he's got some secret blackmail information on me but um i started going through the motions i started uh you know putting the backlog busters on myspace which uh you know really popular and the kids listen to that um i, I put it up on spotify and and now all of a sudden i've got like long-time friends, you know, that I've known for years, be like, dude, I'm checking out your podcast, it's pretty cool, yo, and, uh, and I have no clue how to handle it other than to be like, oh, that's awesome, recommend me to your friends, tell them I'm the pretty girl at the ball and I look great in a dress at my senior prom. So yeah, it's a little weird for me to cross streams between online life and real world life, but I'm getting used to it a little bit at a time. I know a bunch of other content creators like, you know, Dave and Adam out there, and I'm taking stuff out of my daughter's hands because she's crazy right now. Um, I know a lot of other content creators do it all the time. They share everything they do to Facebook and stuff like that. And, you know, Facebook and Twitter to me are separate, completely separate entities. Facebook is for, you know, family and friends. I put pictures of my kids up there. I keep everything nice and clean until I share some of those dank memes. But... You know, Twitter's where I do all my random creation and I put the more creative side out. So I need to get used to sharing it on the other side because I'm sure there's five or six people that might appreciate my sense of humor. Humor. I, uh, I'm leaving these pauses in so you can focus on the music that I put in the background. But I don't know what that music is yet. Um, so... Thanks for coming along on this journey with me. I, uh, still figuring out what I'm doing here. I apologize that this confessional was so late, but life interfered. Is there a particular day you guys want me to do these? Do you want it to drop at the same time every week, or do you just want me to keep it random? Let's go to other notes that I have. Ah, the Playdate console. So, uh, I believe it was yellow and had a crank on the side. All the contents getting released in Seasons which is a little weird. Um, and I believe it was put up for like a buck fifty, right? So I'm really interested in this. I really, really, really kind of want it. But I'm afraid that it's just going to be a novelty item that wears off. And, you know, the first season of content, I believe, was 12 games. And it's coming, you know, with you buying the console. But how much is the season going to be worth after that? How often are these seasons going to come out? Is it going to be like... A game a week for 12 weeks and then season two starts 
or is it going to be a season worth of content is spread out over six months or a year how long are these games is it going to be something that you play once and never go back to because it's kind of dumb or it was just novel or is it going to be something that you can keep going back to and going back to and going back to and I need to know! I need more information about the play date. I so badly want to pre-order one of these things, but 150 bucks! Which brings me to, uh, you know, the next piece of hardware, software, whatever that I want to try out, which they had that Google Stadia Direct, and while I didn't watch it, because, let's be honest, I'm the type of guy who just talks about stuff without actually knowing the information, um, you know, to me it looks really cool. One, you get a Chromecast. I mean, Heck, who doesn't need an extra Chromecast, right? Um, so yeah, you get a Chromecast, you get a controller, uh, you get three months of Pro, and you get a funny-looking blue color. I really wish they'd let you customize the color of, like, you know, the Founders Edition that comes out. But, you know, this one, it's $129 for uh, the ability to stream games. Now, $129, cutting-edge of technology, you get a cool controller, and you get three months of Pro for free. So, even if this doesn't work out, even if you decide at the end that, you know what, this was kind of crap, this isn't for me, whatever, you still have a controller which is going to be Bluetooth enabled, and you're probably going to be able to use it on something else anyway, and you have a Chromecast that works. So you're really not out anything for trying this, you know, some of your time and maybe a couple of bucks on top. But... Um, I'm looking forward to getting it. I'm looking forward to uh, testing out some of the games with uh, my teenager and my four-year-old. Uh, from what I understand, Destiny 2 is going free-to-play and it's going to be part of this. So I've never played anything other than like 20 minutes of Destiny and thought it was boring. And, uh, you know, I'm sure Dev probably doesn't like to hear that. But, you know what? I can, I can get into it now. I can try it. My 13-year-old can try it. I've got three months to be able to try out whatever games are on Pro and then make a decision from there. Uh, the big thing for me is portability. So I wanna see, you know, can I stream this from a tablet or from a phone or from something so that I can play at work and make it worthwhile to me? Because I would love to be able to stream and play some of these uh, big AAA games like the Assassin's Creed, but I don't have time to do it myself. So Stadia could be the way I go. It also could be xCloud. I'm waiting to hear this information. Uh, next up, the Pokemon Direct. Also didn't watch it. They've got some cute new Pokemon, though. There's that little sheep-looking dude. I'm going to like him. He's probably going to be on my team. And then there's, like, the black-looking evil death dude that was part Raven. Nevermore, nevermore, nevermore. Um, yeah, so... I skipped Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. I have not played the Let's Go series yet, even though I bought it when Best Buy came out with the Steelbook. But I did play Sun and Moon, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, to me, I think Pokemon maybe is an every two to three generation thing. I'm looking forward to this new game. I'm going to pre-order it. If the dual pack in the States is a Steelbook, that's where I'm getting it. If not, I'm going to have to import it because uh, I'm Goo Goo for Gaga over Steelbooks. Especially Switch Steelbooks. Um, what else is on there? Uh, Ryan Craig asked me, what are my favorite movies that I can watch anytime regardless of mood? Uh, Seven, Natural Born Killers, The Princess Bride, 
Uh, pretty much anything involving the Marx Brothers. You know, monkey business. I have their entire collection. I can usually sit down and watch horror movies. Uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street series has always been a favorite of mine. The Child's Play series. There's just a ton of stuff. Beavis and Butthead do America. That's the answer and I'm sticking to it. Beavis and Butthead do America. Why? Because there's an old lady who's talking about putting money in the slots. Ah, you said slots. You said slots. And finally, Donnie from Playing Nintendo. He asked, how excited am I for AEW? Now, when he asked this question, it was still May. It was either right before or right after the pay-per-view, which I still haven't watched, although I do have a link to download it. Um, don't tell anybody I said that. But, WWE, the creativity in there, it's going away. Most of the people I like don't have good storylines, or they get buried, or they don't get pushed the way I feel they should, because in my mind, I'm King Booker. N not, not, you know, King Booker, like, the tall guy with dreads who could kick my arse any day of the week, but, like, I'm the Booker Man! I'm the Booker Man! Um, <clears throat> so... I just, I don't like the direction the company's going. I just, I don't feel confident in it. I'm bored when I watch it most of the time. And then AEW comes out and you get a bunch of young talent and you get like one of my all-time favorites. You get Jericho going over there. I'm honestly hoping that at some point they can do something with Foley as well because that man is my favorite ever. But you got Jericho over there. You got uh, Mosley over there now, the former Dean Ambrose. You've got a bunch of amazing young talent whose whole goal is to put on amazing matches <clears throat> and I'm assuming let their matches and the stories they're telling during their matches sell everything instead of the overbooked, overproduced WWE. So I'm super excited. I can't wait for a TV show. I will find a way to get that channel on something, you know, whether the show's coming out to Hulu or you know, I will find a way and I will watch it and I am hoping the content is amazing. I'm hoping that this can bring about the next Monday Night Wars because that's truly when wrestling was at its best. When the wars were happening, when, you know, Turner and Vince were pushing each other to get better, to get better, to get better. Wrestling was never better than at that moment because everything was about how do we make the fans love us instead of how do we get Triple H over, even though he's been wrestling for 50 years? So, guys, that's it. That's the Backlog Confessional. I have confessed all my sins, and I'm ready to go. Follow me on Twitter at Backlog underscore Blues. Follow Trash Turkey at Trash Turkey. Follow everybody else. Just go to my friends list and follow everyone on there. There's some great guys. Sean Capri, uh, uh, the Hypecaster, playing Nintendo, everybody on PSVG. Um... If y'all haven't noticed, there is a new Discord server that started up, and while this may sound like I'm promoting it, and I kind of am, but it was not created by me. It was created by another backlogger who invited me in and threw my name on a thing. It's the Backlog Blues Discord server. We are trying to assemble a community of backloggers who want nothing more to do than to talk about the video games we play or the video games we don't play because we ain't got no time. So, yeah, join us on that. I'm going to throw the link to that Discord server in the show notes. Uh, follow the blog at thebacklogbusters.ninja. Search for Backlog Busters and follow me everywhere. Or follow us everywhere, for that matter. 
Uh, we have a MySpace page. We have a MeWe page. MeWe. I have no idea what it is, but somebody told me it might get popular. So we got a page on there. We got an Instagram page. We don't have a Facebook page because Facebook is the devil. Anyway, this has been the Backlog Confessional. Trap her on, dudes!